we'll return to the Ross Grey Purse After School Special right after these messages from our sponsors. Feeding a family with an abyssal-like hunger? You tired of fussy eaters? Are you looking to jazz up mealtime? McGucket Nuggets take the hassle out of feeding time with our Chickenzilla Bites. Tasty chicken-like meat wrapped in our crispy coating and secret herb and spice mixture. All cut into mostly realistic dinosaur shapes. Tell the others to suck it. You're only buying McGucket. McGucket Nuggets contain no actual non-abyssal chicken. McGucket foods are not responsible or liable for abyssal possession and reputation. Always read the loo. <laughs> Jaloos, the best a deranged mage can get. Slick your dank dungeon and block the path of pesky adventurers with Jaloos. Its slow-reacting acid means excruciating pain and burns for would-be trespassers. Jaloos is available in over 15 different colours. And why not try our range of scented Jaloos to really liven up the ruined halls and collapsing spaces in your lair? Nothing says dank like black mould. Operate your Jaloos with care. Always approach Jaloos slowly and wriggly. Jaloos will cause burning, melting, scorching, leaking, dissolving, searing, and pain. Some Jaloos users may experience itching and or death. Jaloos! The best a deranged mage can get. We now return to the Ross Grapers After School Special. Esteban, you... I see you've learned a thing or two. <laughs> oh, no, we, we mustn't, Esteban. In my, I'm, I'm due to be married. <coughs> oh, oh, I had the strangest dream. <laughs> You're not going to believe it. I was in court, accused of academic fraud, and all the loser professors and those weirdo hacks I was friends with were there. And oh, hey guys, it wasn't a dream. It was just boring. Oh, oh, look, look everyone, Brian's here. Hey guys, Brian's here. <laughs> why, why, why is, why is, why is everyone staring at me? Oh, oh yeah, the trial, yes, right. <laughs> well, don't let me keep you from having all the fun. Oh. My God. How deluded can you be? And one of the high mages uh, at the table whips back their cowl and this (laughs) bushel of sandy bleach blonde hair just explodes out of it as Heather Lockspear, dean of transmutation magic, just slaps her very manicured hand on the table. I object. Ah, 
Ugh. I object to that hair. What happened to you? <laughs> See, this. This. And she's now wagging a very, like, it's, like, the nail is about four inches longer than it needs to be. And it's rhinestoned and there's things hanging off. This is why she wasn't a heather bird. Oh my god. Archmage Fausty. Archmage Fausty. I would like, I would like to invoke my total recall of that whole fiasco, (laughs) if you don't mind. And the Archmage just kind of looks at her and, well, I actually haven't got much else to do. Happiness was supposed to be organising the party that we were going to later in. uh, Okay, I'll allow it, just for, just for my amusement, I guess. Um, Dean Lockspear, if you'd, if you'd like to share your memory and she kind of wafts a bit of the mist over to her and this is a little mechanic we're having in this game where once in the course of this little adventure each of you can have your own total recall where you get to rewrite the memory it can be for a bad role it can be for uh, an awkward situation you get to decide but you only get one And as Dean Lockspear just sort of wafts it towards her, the mist starts to kind of rewind. And the whole thing kind of plays out. And right up until Heather goes to reach for the clutch. So, like I was saying, happiness. And she reaches out with the clutch and she opens it. And there's just a gold piece inside. Get a clue. Here's a coin. Go buy one. You'd never be a Heather bird. Not with those rejects that you hang out with. Ugh. Arias turns around, like behind him. Just. Ugh. Why would I ever want to be part of such a badly styled group? And she kind of turns away with a single tear rolling down her face. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ruined! What did she just say? I said your shoes are last season. You bitch. And you just, all of you feel arcane. The Mystic University, it literally, it's, 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 it's a magical island and a magical university and a magical school with loads of magical people. There's magic energy everywhere. But there's a surge of it right behind Happiness's head as... Heather Lockspear casts Mage Hand and it just reaches out and grabs you by your hair and yanks. And then you see the others behind her, Hallie, Hillary, and a very reluctant Harold draw their weapons, wands, and magic rustles in their hands. And you just hear, fight! And roll for initiative. (laughs) 13 for me. Okay. 17. Oh, Optimus somehow that is a t- 21 Ooh. for Arias. 19 for bonnie all that naruto running it, it's, yeah. it's the naruto <laughs> running yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta go fast <laughs> no, um. be- before the fighting starts happiness is just gonna respond and just say oh my god who hurt you as a child get a therapist <laughs> <laughs> My rage is building. <laughs> <laughs> Hallie, in her 
effort to get ready for combat was still holding her frappe <laughs> and has just <laughs> guzzled it and given herself brain freeze. <laughs> so you just hear, ow, 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 ow. And then Heather just like, oh my God, there isn't even a brain in there to freeze. Would you just get a grip? <laughs> and Hallie is out for this round of combat because she is brain frozen. Arias, you're up first. Cute. Um. Okay. This is a magic university, right? That's well established. Mm-hmm. Cool. This is not the first time Arias has been in a fight. Um, it's it, <laughs> he's a bullying victim. Um, so he his like one of his arms like goes inside the hoodie and out comes an inexplicably larger than it ought to be boombox. <laughs> I'm assuming that I can use this as a spellcasting focus. Yes, you can. Yeah. Cool. Which he then holds above his head. <laughs> and then just punts it like he holds it above drops it kicks it into the like middle of the fray and i'm gonna cast silence oh but my bitchiness <laughs> he's just gonna cast silence um because he and the logic behind this being he's he knows that these guys are mean. They're going to say mean things. They're going to cast mean spells. So he, he casts silence as a foot, 20 foot radius sphere centered on a point I choose within range. And he's going to choose like their side of the area. Gotcha. That they're in. So yeah, you, because again, there was already six feet between you and happiness. And yeah. then happiness had told you to like, to back up. You were yeah. lost. So you get all, so we're literally going to say it's right on. It literally lands kind of at Heather's feet, um, sure. and it just as it can as uh, and Arias carries this with him everywhere, um, and it's it's covered in like half half ripped and faded stickers, and uh, there's like a like a wad of dried gum holding in like one of the the, the dials that he had. You've no idea where he got it from. He just always had it. And as he punts it across the room, it is literally, there's just this weird sort of warbling sound coming out of it. And when it hits the ground, Heather just like pointing at her mouth and the others are all like pointing at their mouths and they're all like, Heather is fuming. Um, and uh, any bonus action? Uh, yeah, that twas, twas me action. Uh, bonus action. None of my friends are hurt currently good he is uh, uh, yeah as a bonus action he's just gonna draw his crossbow if you'll allow it yeah sure <laughs> and then like the other hand he's just got like a just a little hand crossbow just like scared like <laughs> like big eyes it's kind of shaking in his hand but he's pointing it towards them as you're doing this you see that like heather is like full-on she's like she's having a full-on tantrum in this silent thing and like she's actually stomping her feet she's like pulling at her hair you see that Roz has kind of taken a step back and she's now, like, holding the, the tome very defensively. Bonnie. I think Bonnie has also had her fair share of fights, although she didn't realise she was in them at the time. Uh, <laughs> and so she sort of turns and she's like, uh, just to sp- quickly speak and be like, happiness, y- you want payback or do you want them to leave? Both. <laughs> okay. Funny. Always both. Okay, great. Um, and then she um, plants her feet and she casts Entangle on the same sort of spot 
to try and hit all four of them. Okay. Um, DC 14. Okay. Um, I will roll for them now. Okay. So Hallie has okay. failed. And Hillary gets a 17, so she's passed. Harold, dirty 20, he passes. And Heather, with a minus one to her strength, Ooh. gets a 19. Oh, that's a nat 20. Oof. Oh, nice. So any that failed, just one, will be restrained by the plants until the spell ends, which um, is up to one minute. Everybody from their side is looking at Bonnie very, very weird. You all see it. It's quite fine. Bonnie has, like, started, like, to scratch the ground with her left foot like it's a hoof. Like <laughs> yeah. She's literally just, like, running her. Um, <sighs> and the, all, the grass is kind of getting torn and scraped. And where she's doing it... Just to your left, there's a, a little fountain with, like, rose bushes around it. Mm-hmm. And vines of thorns and stuff just start to seep through the concrete and crack it. And a little trickle of water follows out as all these tendril, like, grassy roots just rip around the ground. Harold, Hillary, and Heather just managed to, like, jump back a little bit. But Hallie still with her, Hallie still with her like, brain freeze is just like oh, oh my god yeah and like now she's entangled and literally frozen with her yeah. hands grasping her forehead and I, I sort of like i hold it and i turn and i'm like there's one of them you can talk to them now and i hold it at that um and bonus action i'm gonna i have like a little staff with a little horse carved on top i'm gonna bonus action cast chilele on it a, and I'll stay where I am. A, the the sound of like a, a little um, st- yeah stampede of horses <laughs> just like echoes out of the the, the rod as uh, she casts Shinene as it, as it kind of happens. <laughs> I give myself inspiration for that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and like you can just see the frustration and ire on uh, Heather's face, um, Arctimus. Um, Roz has kind of she's still uh, kind of half linked your arm and she's just like Eric I just I need to get this submitted it's not submitted and it's literally my life's work so can I just Jesus bounce can I yeah sure go and uh, good luck Um, best of luck I, I can't wait to read it and he uh seeing Arias uh having thrown this this boom box and he you know it's all bad and and <laughs> held together by chewing gum and, and dreams he uh <laughs> he, he, he just looks he's like for the last time Arias, please let me fix that thing <laughs> please <laughs> and uh he uh Stomps, starts stomping over. Um, can he, with how much distance there is between them, can he get sort of, can he get up like in the fray with the, the heather birds? Oh, yeah, you can. Yeah, because they're still like, you're, you're less than 30 feet away. They're from not them. more than like, yeah. yeah, they're not more than 30 no. feet. So he starts stomping over and and sort of positions, in, positions himself, you know, to the right of of happiness i'm not doing this for you but this provides a, a, a 
good opportunity for experimentation. And then he activates his um his electro converger, which was the magic item I took, which is it was a py it's called a pyro converger, but I thought I just made the damage lightning instead of fire, if that's okay. Yeah, sure. Just a small thing. Uh and all of them so in a ten foot cone. However many of them a ten foot cone would catch. Um, You'd get the four. They have Yeah. They'd have to make a DC thirteen deck save. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna Hallie's gonna do that with disadvantage just because she's entangled. Um cool. yes. as he does this thing is sparking and smoking and <laughs> like it does not look safe. Uh so she oh she gets it on a 13 so even with disadvantage she rolled yeah, a 16 yeah. a 13 and you said dex correct mm-hmm. yeah dex yeah yeah um hillary gets a 19 harold gets a 10 and heather gets a 13 straight 12 damage okay. six to all of them but but harold uh, and when i do that the pyro converger is um rather unstable so because each time you or the, the electro converger each time you use it i have to roll the d10 uh and add add the, basically the more i do it add the number of times i've used it so if the total is 11 or higher it malfunctions and it's going to blow up on me and <laughs> i won't be able to use it and i'm going to get electrocuted so it's a 10 okay so it's fine i'm safe for now i got a seven but that's okay. I'm gonna have to add plus add a plus one for each time I use it. it sparks in the air, you just, it shoots it out. You you see Heather, Hillary, and Hallie somehow. Again, hmm. it kind of bounces off of them. Like it, it they're hit, hmm. and like all of them, all of their every single like Heather's hair never truly recovered from this, as it's the crimp becomes a crisp. And they all, like, all their hair is standing (laughs) up and out. Harold, on the other hand, is actually, when it hits him, he full-on, like, it's a full-on knock. Uh, He kind of half trips over himself and is shocked and zapped. And he kind of falls backwards. And you all just hear, I didn't sign up for this. As he clenches his teeth from being shocked. Ha! (laughs) (laughs) Happiness. How far away are they from me? You are 10 feet. Okay. So Happiness has these very, very cute little boots on. And like I said, they have the little pink trimming on them. So she's going to click her heels together and they actually sprout little rainbow colored wings. Um, she's going to fly up. So she's over on top of them, about five, 10 feet above them. And uh, she is going to cast Burning Hands on them while saying, my name even begins with H. I don't understand. <laughs> and um, I was thinking that actually. <laughs> so, uh, that, so Burning Hands is a deck save of 13. Okay. Hallie got an 8. Hillary gets a 22. Harold gets a nine, God, and Heather gets a poor Harold, an eleven. Yeah, it's eleven points of damage. Harold's clothes are now on fire. 
and he's rolling like he's stopped dropped and rolled on the ground as you fly up above the sphere of silence and they they just look up and you can just see heather mouthing give me a or even give me a perception check just to see if you can Five. Okay. Nat, nat 20. Oh. 19. Three. Artemis being so close, you can, you, you get the sense. You can get the kind of the energy off of it. Um, Bonnie, yeah, you, you, you're able to lip read. It's just a thing. It's just, it's just another thing you just picked up. Uh, I practiced when, it a lot when yeah. I was younger. I had a phase. <laughs> Yeah, you were like, yeah. I can. If horses horses have lips, that means yeah, they must I speak sh- to each other. So I can, if I lip read it, I I'll be able video, to understand horse. I watched, I watched a strange portrait of this horse with some peanut butter in its mouth, and I wanted to know what it was saying. Um, both of you understand straight away that Heather just says, "Oh my God, tacky boots." <gasps> That's all she says. Well, tries to say as she's still in the the sphere of silence. Happiness, as you lay down a blanket of flames that burn kind of a brilliant gold and like a very shiny like orange red like it's perfect there's even like a sheen of glitter off the flames like a sparkle the others overhead again throw their hands up in kind of half defense and the magic kind of washes down and poor harold is lying there now pretty much electrified and incinerated while the <laughs> others are still standing and looking quite tough Hallie is still kind of wrapped in these vines and like flailing, but you don't know if that's because of the vines or the brain freeze. And Heather just takes a couple of steps. She kicks the boombox in a huff as she kind of steps out of the, she moves back out of the sphere and her eyes lock on Roz, who was retreating with her thesis. And Heather just gets a wicked smile on the side of her face and she just kind of tilts her head slightly hmm Roz I'd suggest I'd suggest you tear that book up and the magic washes around the sphere like the, the words are almost like split in half and Roz just looks up and she shakes her head and she goes to throw the book. You all hear it. Like, this is the thing that Roz had summoned you to the courtyard for. And with that wicked grin, Heather lets out a, a chuckle. And then Hillary lets out a bit of a laugh. Harold lets out a whimper. <laughs> Haley doesn't do anything because she's still brain frozen and entangled. And Roz struggles against the magic, holds the book out, and just tears it in half. And you can just see, like... Objection. That's not how I remember it going. The arch... the, 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 The High Council takes note of your objection, Mr... Uh... Samar, uh, would you care to correct the memory? Well, as I recall it happening, 
Um, and Arias describes how she steps out of the silence and she suggests that Roz tear the book in half and Arias pushes Roz back trying to get her out of range of the words give me a, a, give a an athletics check that is fine, it's a 16 that oh, I'm uh, a bard 17 because oh. I've got I've got my I've got my yoked my jack of all trades oh. As Spoilers. as you object, and again, there's an audible <gasps> from the audience uh, and several members of the High Council. Brian's fainted. The horny gnome up in the balcony has pointed out that Brian has fainted and a, a small gaggle of people have swarmed around the very stingy Goliath who doesn't bring a single yeah. drink to a party. It's, um, it's a very wet objection as well. Okay. Yeah, everyone's like, oh. like oh. I object. Do you do you have to? That way. <laughs> As the mists reform themselves and the memory begins to reshape, we see Heather smirk uh, that cruel, wicked grin, and she uh, casts the magic out and just Arreus hearing it before it even she speaks it. You can hear the words almost. You can hear the syllables in her throat. You turn and just kind of half lunge at Roz uh, in a very slow motion, like. (laughs) And and Roz is looking at you holding the book, and she's like, What? (laughs) And you just shove her as the magic ripples. And Heather is just like, Oh my God, like, what? That's not fair. Arayas just turns to the camera and winks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> there's a she's like huffing and puffing and as she does like the air around her starts to swirl and her very frizzy singed hair is like whipped back and forth and she flies 10 feet gusts of air just whip up around her and she flies upwards and around the sphere towards Harold is doing great desperately Harold, Harold casts minor illusion on himself <laughs> to make it look like he's dead uh, Harold casts a minor illusion of himself but it's basically he's given himself those little cartoon X's and like a fake tongue flopping out of his mouth and Harold as wimpy as he looks like he's kind of got a little goatee and very kind of uh, deep sallow tanned skin uh, as wispy and as wimpy as he is, he's actually quite good looking, but in that way that no one's ever told him and he wouldn't believe you if he did. Um, I'm just looking at the art for him and I'm like, God damn it, Harold, you're, you're handsome. Uh, <laughs> I'll flip my hair back at him. Um, so yeah, he's literally, he's just pretending to be unconscious. Hillary's going to run towards the group. Arctimus, she's mm-hmm. going to get an, you get an attack of opportunity on her. He will swing out with... Um... One of his thunder gauntlets here. Ooh, that's a two. I'm going to guess she's got better AC than eight. She does. It's full on. Rich girl went to gymnastics class at a very young age because as she runs, it's like she bounds into kind of three uh, very wide steps. And she full on hands flip, like up onto her hands and bounces as you swipe. And kind of as she flips over, she just gives you kind of a and a wink, lands on one hand and cartwheels 
And as she does, she casts out Mage Hand to grab the book from Roz. She is going to make... Okay, that's good for Hillary. That is an 18 versus Roz. A six. Replicating Heather's move, a spectral, well-manicured hand just washes out from Hillary's arm. And it kind of weaves around. And it actually, as it goes past you, Arrhaeus, it just forms a middle (laughs) finger and it flips you off. And it just snatches the book and Roz holds. And the book is just yanked from her hands. Hillary yanks. Ew. (laughs) Ooh, Hillary. (laughs) She is going to... She's going to fucking die is what she's going to do. She is going to disengage. The book now firmly in her hands, she literally throws herself away from the group. She's holding onto it very, very tightly. Roz is a little bit like overwhelmed at the fact that her work has just been snatched out of her hands. But you can see she's like, there's a very obvious snarl on her face and her eyes are just filled with rage. Haley brain freeze and is now pushing the her tongue up to the top of her mouth and just like humming to herself as she's trying to cure herself of it. There's a, a crack, like a kind of a an, a an electrical energy. And at first, Arctimus, you think, oh shit. Yeah. It's overloading. Oh god. It, 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 it's it's gonna go it's gonna blow. Oh god. And you just see Roz at the other side of the quad. And in her hand, she's holding a very... its it, You've tried to tell her numerous times. It's not a wand. But she picked it up at a curiosity shop and she's never parted with it. It's like a long, thin stick with a little point at the end of it. And it's its like a little pipe. But she's always used it as her arcane focus. And she just turns and she points it straight at Hillary. And you just hear a, give me back my book, you horse-faced troll. says Bunny. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry, Bunny. There's like three people who's like, we don't say that here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's so beautiful how you say that. It was a compliment. (laughs) I was complimenting her. She's a beautiful horse-faced troll. (laughs) Face of a horse, body of a troll. (laughs) Yes, mm. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> From the tip of the, the wand slash pipe, Roz, just in a fit of fury, cast out magic missile. And you watch these as these light darts just whiz straight at Hillary. And the first one clacks her into the side of the head. Uh, the third one, she holds up tightly and she brings the book up defensively and the book hits it. And Hillary is knocked back. The book doesn't do anything to shield her. And the third and the fourth collide. And you all just see a flurry of pages whipped up into the air. And Hillary is lying unconscious on the ground. Arrhaeus. Doesn't need to do what he was gonna do. Um, So the only person left in the silence is... Is Hallie. Hallie, sure. So he'll heal in that. Just like he takes a little remote out of his pocket and just turns off the off the boombox, which stops producing like anti noise. He's gonna go over to 
uh, Hillary, the one who's just passed out, and he's gonna check her pulse to make sure she's still alive. Yeah, give me um, give me a medicine check <laughs> because like he doesn't he doesn't want there to have been a murder. Um, <laughs> yeah, happiness is just like a Ross does. Did Ross just murder someone? Are we part of a crime scene? Uh, that's well, a I did the hole. Where do I dig a hole? Where's the best ground? <laughs> Bonnie I mean, did a hole. It did kind of destroy like a whole year's worth of work, so No, 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 that's still wrong. There is a pulse. Cool. Curb stomps now. <laughs> <laughs> you you kind of you gingerly pick up Hillary's hand and yeah, there's a there is a pulse. It's like she's just knocked out. She took some serious punches from Magic Missile, but she's knocked out. Cool. Um, has this af- seemed to affect the constitution of, like, the other people there, the other baddies, the Heathers? Uh, Heather is just... Heather doesn't give a shit. Heather just wants revenge. Hale, uh, Hallie still has... is still entangled and is dealing with her brain freeze, cool. and as far as you know, Harold is dead. Naturalish. Um, <laughs> okay, and I... Yeah, they're not going to be within the range of another 20 foot radius sphere because uh that's just maths that's geometry baby mm-hmm. okay in which case he's going to point at heather and he's going to like like really intently look at her and then just go but um as he casts hideous laughter <laughs> uh, she needs to do a wisdom saving throw please that is a 10 that is a fail she kind of at first it sounds it sounds like kind of like a mosquito buzzing in the side of her ear and it gets a bit louder and then she just hears a mosquito kind of half whisper and, and you just hear <laughs> that's how she laughs she laughs like an absolute weirdo <laughs> and she kind of half curls over herself yeah. and she's like <laughs> and she's just laughing nonsensically at the whole thing golden perfect bonus action bonus action gonna point at who am I gonna point at Bonnie who gets the bardic inspiration you got 1d6 for bardic inspiration purposes just you you feel you feel the confidence as as two weird kids (laughs) we can we we can kill the bullies if we want to we got this Sweet, inspired, feeling ready for this. Also very angry that someone would destroy all this hard work. I'm sure Bonnie helped like do a bit of editing on this thesis and it's just like, how dare. Uh, so I'm actually going to do my bonus action first. So I clap Aureus on the shoulder, dropping Entangle, I give you guidance. So a d4 on bullet checks and so on. Because then I'm like, it's okay, I got this. It's out like a Winnie that starts as like a human voice, but then changes into the voice of a horse. Um, <laughs> this phase that Bonnie's been going through is her horse girl phase. And so I feel like Bonnie thinks that this is a magic girl transformation. She thinks like she's spinning around, she's beautifully changing into this beautiful horse. Everyone else just sees her being like... <laughs> Until she... is, is, it, is it more like Animorph than it is semi Exactly, more like Animorph. Like, still but... way over a much... Like a much... Yeah. <laughs> she's turning around and she's doing it. But by the end, halfway through, you're like, oh God, this is weird. Like, don't like it. But by the end, she has transformed into a pretty majestic um, warhorse with like sleek chestnut brown fur hair. I don't know in real life <laughs> what it is. Um, 
and yeah, is uh, cantering at the ground, ready. It's my action, so I'm ready to go for the next time. Um, but guidance is concentration, so it stays up for you. Uh, on seeing the horse, <laughs> Heather it just loses it even more. Like she's just, yeah, it, this is ridiculous. Artemis. He is gonna, um, yeah, just stand, step, step forward, um, step towards uh, near Heather, uh, within like fifteen feet of her, and he uh, is just saying that uh, this uh, this might sting a bit, and is going to. Oh no, she has to make a save, I think, or do I make an attack? Uh, no, she give me a DC fourteen strength save. That's a thing she's very good at, not? That is an 8. Okay, then she takes... Uh, uh, oh, max damage. She's going to take 8 lightning damage. Um, and it gets pulled um, within 5 feet. Like, gets pulled into melee. And is, yeah, as this tells her to uh, keep your hands off that book. And... You, yeah, you damn dirty, <laughs> damn dirty horse face troll. Uh, hey. So that's he. No, now we're just running around with abandon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, um, <laughs> yeah. he is. Uh, I don't think he can do. And he else? Yeah. So he casts lightning lure and shocks Heather and. and drags her further away from the book and into melee. The entire time, as, this, as she's getting left here, she's like... <laughs> and she's still laughing and getting this is fried. So disturbing. <laughs> happiness. Um, happiness is going to walk over to a giggling Heather. Um, and she is going to try rip the emblem, the purple emblem that they all have off her chest. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, you free action work right ahead. Um, so she has a dagger, so she's going to just hold it and cut the material around it, and be like, "You do not deserve this." And then uh, use chaos bolt just because she's very highly emotional right now. Uh, that is a fourteen to hit. That hits. Okay. Yeah. So that's a 1 on the d6 and an 8 on the d8 and a 4 on the second two. I'm going to go with thunder damage just because she's feeling thunderous and angry. Mm. And uh, Nice. From Halley and from a dead mock dead Harold there's an audible <gasps> when they hear the snap of the brooch. She Heather is still laughing but she's now crying. <laughs> holding kind of one hand up right beside her head. You feel the magic kind of just wafting around your hand. And you see it, like you can, there's like a, even though it's thunder magic, the air is kind of a, it's, it's sort of translucent, the energy around your hand. And you can kind of see the effect in Heather's eyes as they kind of widen with fear. She's still laughing. She's still crying. And you just see her wince as you release the magic. And then you just hear a stop as Agnes Shufflebottom comes running out of the main building, waving her purple feather wand, <laughs> casting counterspell. 
at you. <laughs> Happiness. Oh no, 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 no. All magic battles must be sanctioned and I require it four days <laughs> in writing, triplicate, at my desk. This isn't sanctioned. I've I've checked and she's holding up a clipboard. No, 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 no. Happiness, no, no, no. You're, you, you, no, put it down, put she it down. Dissipate it and be like, she is making me do it. Uh, it's all, um, mummy. Mummy. Yes, Arkipu. Yes, Arkipu. Yes, it's. I'm. 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 I'm sorry, Arkipaki. He. He. I f- forgot that I. Uh, remember, I. I. I put the paperwork into your. Um, in the back of the carriage. Do you remember oh. this morning? Oh, you naughty little boy! You know you're supposed to give me the paperwork at least four days in advance of a magic duel. <laughs> Well, um, I'm sorry. I, you know, I just, um, I know you're so busy, mummy. And oh no, good... I'm, I'm gonna have to. No, <laughs> there's no talking your way out of this one now, my little archibum. No, I'm deducting it from your allowance. But I understand what's happening. I understand. I witnessed it from my office window. She, and she turns very well, and she points and. <laughs> He's, he, he starts making his way over to Ross <laughs> and the book. Agnes cuts between the two of you. Oh, no. No, 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 Arky. There's... Mummy will handle this. Mummy will handle this. No, don't. Don't don't you say another word. No. No, no Arky. No. I, I, I've got to cast mending. She, she, she's... She's a troublemaker, Arky. And I've told you. I've warned you about her sort before. Miss Grapers. And she turns to look up at her. And she's now wagging... The, fe- the purple feather wand in her face. Time and time again, I have seen you dragged in front of the Archmage's desk. And look at it again. One and a half weeks to the end of the second semester of your final year, young lady. And what are you doing? Causing all and out brawls in the middle of the quad. Setting a fine example for the first years. And look at, look at Miss Verdant. Look at her. <laughs> Bonnie's... Just look. Bonnie starts trying in her head to make an impassioned speech about, you know, it wasn't us, it was bullying, it's not fair, they've ruined her thesis, but everyone else can just hear like... <laughs> She's startled. The deer is startled. Pouring at the ground. Arrayus is going to... She's not a deer, she's a horse. <laughs> Arrayus starts walking towards uh, Bonnie and just like puts, puts a hand on her neck. No. And like, it just starts whispering, not saying anything. It's just shakes you off. It doesn't like ASMR even in all. I'm 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 sorry. I'm sorry. In all of the planning of like when we were you know submitting our characters and telling everyone what we're going to play, how did we no ever make the connection between the horse and the whisperer? See why we're such like, good friends. How? Yeah, she's like pretend like no. <laughs> Then just starts to go around and trying to pick up individual pages with her mouth, but failing. Uh, Agnes just kind of waves a wand. No, no, no. You, young lady. And she's, again, she's wagging it right back at Roz. Detention. And I'm informing Archmage Fausti of this. And Roz just goes to speak and you just see her kind of go. And she blinks as Roz is sent to the detention plane here on Mystian University. Deten- oh. Yeah. Dimension plane? 
detention plane even, sorry. Good mm. lord. And as for the rest of you, except Arctimus, I am disappointed. Hmm? Arreus, you practically a faculty member. I mean, yes, you were asked to leave the library on numerous occasions and you do weird things with the books. <laughs> You can never get rid of me. We're working on it. <laughs> I've got the paperwork. And happiness, Tinderson. Well, won't your mother and father be best pleased when I tell them that you not only made a holy show of yourself in front of the entire student body, or at least this handful of students who've gathered around you in a ring chanting fight. Huh? And, uh... But then to attack... Attack an illustrious member of the Heatherbirds. I, I'll, I'll get my daddy up here, and he will sort this all out if you oh. dare. Oh, I will dare. You're lucky. You're lucky that my little Archipoo has a soft spot for you, or I'd be telling them straight away. And she's now kind of reaching up, and she's kind of pinching Artemis's metallic cheek. <laughs> good, now, good job, Artemis. I sit. And she's now her eyes square on you. Miss Tenderson, I'm going to choose to just assume that you were hysterical from the vicious assault that I saw Miss Graypurse afflict on poor little Hilary Schenk. (laughs) And she's now moving over to the satyr and like half picking her up. Huh? Your fourth year's act like it and kind of she scoops Hillary up and you see that uh, Agnes is holding the book uh, and there's a couple of the pages scattered around her and she kind of waves the wand hmm right evidence no 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 Arctimus I no no now's not the time Mother knows best. You know this. My little woogie. I suggest that, Heather, you take Hillary and poor little Harold there um, to the infirmary. Um, probably want to bring Miss Goodberry along as well. She doesn't exactly look herself. And Hallie is still like... Pre- like Hillary's like <laughs> eyes have almost rolled into the back of her head from brain freeze. <laughs> Just been wrapped in vines going up. Ah. <laughs> get, get electrocuted, get burned, wrapped in vines and brain freeze. <laughs> Hallie had a good time. That's uh, that's Squirtle Charmander Bulbasaur <laughs> Beak Jewel right there. <laughs> yeah. You right. four think on your actions. Think about the people you're associating with. Roz Graypurse is a troublemaker. A ruffian. Is that really the company you'd be keeping? Sometimes it's nice to have friends. (coughs) And Agnes Shufflebottom squares her eyes on you. Archie? I'm going to be late home for dinner. And she w- w- uh, wags the, the feather. 
and you see that the pages in the book have all kind of come together uh, and they fit into the book. Now, I'm going to hold on to this until Miss Greypurse has had time to think. You would do well now. And two things happen at this point. As she washes her hand over, you see that the the feather actually lights up a little bit, like it like it actually glows. And as she kind of writes through the air, everybody give me perception checks. Or arcana, whichever of the two you think it might be more beneficial for your character. It's an eighteen for Arcana. Eighteen for me for perception. Nineteen for Arcana. Okay. So those of you who cast and sorry Emma did you cast our, were you looking at arcana or perception uh, arcana uh, okay. at four four yeah well there's a reason why you're not taking that many magical classes <laughs> oh yeah that's magic <laughs> Arius and Arctimus like, you know that like especially Arctus, your mom you know she's a little bit of magic she was, she's a graduate of Mystian University like she casts a very weird spell It's like something between Dimension Door and Teleport. It's very strange. Like, you see the pages of, the, of, the, of Roz's thesis come together. The book reform, and then this waving of the wand. And just for the briefest second, you see the book in two pieces, in two places. One is in a very dusty looking room with some portraits you're not quite it's it's very it's very quick Mm -hmm. there's portraits on the wall and a lot of boxes and books and the other one the other one is very strange the other one is the book is hovering there's light kind of refracting all around it like a kind of a silvery blue light and you can just hear a lot of noise in the background and then it's these two little portals shut. Now, go home, think about what you've done. Arctimus, one portion of Coddle, I think. And I'm deducting from your allowance. And none of your little toys at the table either. Why do I feel like every time his mum comes to talk to him, we as, like, the closest approximation he has to a friend group like we <laughs> yes. learn something new yeah. <laughs> like it's always like what yeah. <laughs> what do you just say to your, yeah. to your adult son <laughs> mid-twenties at best you know yeah. and yeah. with that Agnes kind of disgruntled she huffs off okay she's kind of like looking over her shoulder at the lot of you but she she kind of waddles off back towards the main university building. Uh, DM, how long does detention normally last? Roz has spent everything from 20 minutes in detention to an entire week, depending on the nature of her crime. I mean, she could miss exams. She could miss... She could miss the ball. And we've, we've been planning some fun outfits. Let me tell you. This is terrible. I said no to the fun Okay, I don't need that right now. No fun. <laughs> okay. 
we need to get our book back. We need to submit it for her. And then we all need to relax. And then we need to kill some birds. <laughs> Perhaps um, I might be able to know someone in the library who might know where it, what that was. Because I've never seen a spell like that before. DM, does it sound like somewhere in the library? <laughs> Give me a history check. Why, that sounds like the cupboard of capability. Um, <laughs> history, that's a 16, 13 plus 3. I'm getting a lot in that sort of range. It's very weird. Reyes, you have like a... It's the only thing you have a photographic memory for, but you know everything about Mystian University Library. You know more than the chief librarian. You know which shelves are the crappy ones, you know where the books are supposed to go, you know which carts make the best squeaky sound when you like pretend to use them as like a little skateboard. The best corners for making out, um, not that he's ever had to. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm just going to qualify that. Thank Stop you. other people, yeah. Uh, <laughs> just in case Roz did make a mental note and that's where she conducted quite a bit of her research <laughs> thanks to you it's just books with socks on them <laughs> 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 not a centaur books with socks in them <laughs> as it's a pretty you, bad bookmark as you're kind of scanning the the sort of the, uh, the the memories you have of the library and what you know of it um you can't recall, like, as Bonnie describes it, a room filled with boxes and portraits. Like, there's portraits in a lot of the library, like, grand old ones, but none of them are in storage. Like, there's nothing like that. But you do remember coming across a room that wasn't on any map. And you haven't been able to get into it. Because when you went to... When you went to step inside, a door, a stone door appeared with a cat goyle, a cat gargoyle, little uh, thing sitting over the uh, the perch of the door looking down, that had kind of a little hiss at you. Um, and he told you to piss off uh, unless you knew the password or you brought them a present. Um, or you could always chance going through the door if you wanted. And when it said that, intense fiery runes erupted on the door and you didn't stick around after that because the cat was a bit of a dick dick cat <laughs> so um <clears throat> will say i um don't don't think there's uh anywhere in the in the library that kind of sounds like that um did find a weird door with a there's a cat that's a gargoyle on there um, he said to shag off unless you bring gift or you could risk entering empty-handed. Um, and there was fire on the door, and that's not a good thing to have in a library. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> no. Maybe it's in there? Yeah. It's just it's like a big, like, full-body shrug. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the off chance that... that uh... Bonnie's description of either of those places, just considering it was Mummy that was casting the spell, d did it sound familiar? At, you know, it's not a room in her in their house or something, is it? It definitely, it definitely doesn't sound like a room in your house. 
everything's fairly neat and tidy and everything has its place and purpose in the Shufflebottom household. But Agnes spent quite a bit of time in the library. She told you as a as a student herself, it was the happening, happening, happening place to be as a cool kid uh, in college. That's why Arrayus hangs out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was lied to. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you do know that like a couple of the different societies in the college would have like meeting rooms and stuff in the the, the college campus. As for the other location, the, the the half of the book floating and with light kind of refracting all around it, not a clue. Yeah, like it's it. Yeah, it could have been. It could have been anywhere. Yeah. Well, I I don't really have any other ideas. I suppose we could look for this cat goil room. It's in the numerical magicum section, next to the books that tell you maths things. The worst us. I've never seen this. <laughs> no, the worst, the worst books, the worst books are the ones that think you want to know how to pick up people. There's a whole section of it in the library. It's really not nice. It smells of it smells of brute. Oh, I've never been in that section. <laughs> oh, I've been there. It also smells of <laughs> sweat and failure. <laughs> Is it the alpha section no, of the library? <laughs> there are there are no yeah. Next to the beta section. Yeah, you go in the no beta, beta section. <laughs> the beta read it. <laughs> yeah. there, there, there are no socks. There are no socks in that section. <laughs> no, there are. There's a lot of them. I, like, uh, there's too many socks. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've noticed in, in uh, all those books that, that Roz was checking out with, with those sock bookmarks, I, I noticed that they're only marking the pages that are stuck together. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they be stuck together? What sort of magic could she have been doing? <laughs> Stuck together with love, my dear. Oh, that's oh. chapter four of her thesis. Hot, sticky love. Stuck together. <laughs> what is that? I can always, I can always count on you, happiness, to tell me what's going on. Thank you. I'll lose your babes. Okay, let's uh, let's go to the Wait. cat door. I have gifts I can give. Um, I don't know. I've got like a. Mm. Pair of shoes I never wore with uh, maybe like well, seventeen about, gold pieces, and I think that should do it. Yeah. Well, how about we have Bonnie turn into a cat, and then Reyes could direct them to one of the better makeout corners. <laughs> well, I, I think the cat, the cat gargoyle, is part of the door. I don't think it'll. Oh. I'm off. Um, also, I'm not sure how I feel about the fact that I just suggested pimping also, out Bonnie. Also, gross. <laughs> I don't want to turn to a cat. Yeah, that's kind of weird as well. Yeah, um, I regret that. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Bonnie is too focused on the thought of turning into a cat as opposed to a, to a horse and is like, bleh. can lick its own genitals? No, right. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just got disgusting. They're, not, they're graceful, but in like a weird, small animal way, not in a majestic, cantering way. <laughs> With Arrayus leading the way, and it's now kind of late afternoon, early evening. It's still quite bright, but the a bit of a chill has kind of set in. The library at Mischian University is a very odd place. Books go where they want to go. Books go where they feel like they should be. 
there's no indicative dissection. Like, it's very rare that you'll find... I mean, it'll be called numerical magicum section, but you can you can find books on anything. You can find... If a book about getting gifts for your grandparents feels like it belongs in that section, it will go to that section. And the librarians spend quite a bit of their time actually wrangling books back, trying to put a bit of an order on the, on the whole thing. In my head, they're like cowboys, but, horse, but, but, yeah. but, but for books. Cowboys, yeah. It's yeah sort like, of book rodeo clowns. For books, yeah. yeah. It's like the wild, wild west of literature. They all wear spurs in the library here. Uh, like, everyone speaks around. It's a very noisy library. <laughs> it's a very... Chaps. And yeah, there's, like, there's on, on the ground floor, there's... It's a fairly open sort of section and there's a lot of like open tables here. It's like the one kind of the noisy part of the library. It's where you might have a group of people studying and researching together or whatever it might be. But as you follow Arrhaeus uh, through a labyrinth of haphazard bookshelves uh, filled with books, manuscripts, scrolls, magical items, creatures of all shapes and sizes. Yes, Arrhaeus for some reason brings you past Makeout Corner. <laughs> <laughs> there's the moment he's just there like uh, this is where <clears throat> this is where people come to make out if um uh, mm. I am so familiar with this area I <laughs> I know <laughs> I've never been here before in my life I me neither <laughs> let's move on what do, what do they make <laughs> out deception check <laughs> I hurt <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to tell Bonnie? <laughs> um, Arrhaeus uses Mage Hand to get one of the medical textbooks from a, from a high shelf. You continue following Arrhaeus, who is kind of giving a bit of a guided tour on uh, what part of the library you are in and how many people are often here and what kind of things he's overheard and which of the books are nice to him and which of the books are a bit stuck up their own arses and like it's just a full-on running guided commentary that nobody asked for (laughs) and he kind of comes to a stop in an in an alcove and there in front of all of you you do see at first like the alcove there was like a a, another kind of passageway like a like a little archway that you could have gone through but as you approach passageway actually closes and it's bricked up and you see a stone door and over it you see a a gargoyle kind of set half kind of squatting down looking with a little tiny little kind of bat-like wings and little horns but its head is definitely that of a cat and it lets out kind of a little like a kind of a half-hearted hiss oh for ugh well, gifts, or seek damnation if you decide to cross through at the door. Come on, fancy man. Happiness is going to produce uh, uh, a pair of heels. <laughs> How am I going to make use of those? Everyone looks great in these. Can someone explain to her that I am fused to the door? I confuse the shoes. It's going to be great. 
he kind of half cocks his head slightly at you, uh, happiness. I, the Dark Lord, Mr. Snuffles, <laughs> deem your gift unworthy. Oh. And the runes emblazoned on the door. How dare. Sorry, happiness. Not everyone likes you. Arctimus pulls a a piece of um, amber. We could, you know. You could it. bedazzle me like some sort of common Jezebel. Is that what you're saying? Yes. But how? I, that's more offensive than the boots. <laughs> I don't have much fashion sense. Oh, clearly, look at you. I would like to, using my <laughs> feet of telepathic, um, I would like to cast Detect Thoughts on this cat goyle. Uh, you reach out to the the Dark Lord's thoughts <laughs> and you just hear... Oh my god, the idiots are falling for it. Oh my god, the idiots are falling for it. Yeah, I'm definitely in the money here. They're falling for it. It's just a stupid illusion. And uh, he, he, like, there's a little, like, and then he locks his eyes directly on you, um, Arrhaeus. Arrhaeus just, like, raises a singular middle (laughs) finger and walks through the door. Oh, wow. <laughs> he, he's, you can see him kind of half struggling as a stone cat gargoyle fused on top of the door. Uh, oh, he's dead. He's dead. Oh, he. Oh, he. <laughs> he 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 puts his head back through like the illusion of the door and says, "He wants you to flip him the bird as you walk no. through the door." No, I don't. Cat, no, I don't want that. Okay. No, please. Yes. <laughs> Body puts up both Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <No. laughs> My one weakness. I wouldn't normally do this. This is rude, but he said you wanted it. Flipping so, okay. teenagers. No. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Before we enter, I, I, I would like to put forward Pergoyle for the uh, the name of this creature. Pergoyle, as opposed to Pergoyle. As you all pass through, Arctimus burst into fucking flames. He. <laughs> He he squares an eye on you. Well, I'm going to tell your mother about this. And he just reverts back and he becomes completely inanimate. The cat statue appears to know my mother. Happiness is just going to try open the door. You you As you kind of reach for like the handle, your hand just goes straight through the door. As you move into the room beyond, Bonnie... This is, this is the room. You see all the portraits on the wall. And the room is sort of like 15 by 15 square feet. And there's a table in the middle that has like stacks of books and boxes and stuff on it. And there's, there's 14 chairs all arranged around the table. And along the wall, you see portraits. And on either, on the west wall and the east wall, you see six portraits uh, each side. And 
they look quite old and quite dusty. Everybody's kind of like, it's that kind of very like stiff sort of like severe look. One thing they all have in common is they all wear a silver brooch with a purple feather. And at the end of the table on the north wall, there are two portraits. And you, all of you recognize one of the portraits instantly as Dean Vera Poole, the head of necromancy. Yes. And under her portrait, you see vice president and founding member of the Heatherbird Society. And next to her, in a gold-edged frame, Agnes Shufflebottom, president and founding member, the Heatherbird mm. Society. And there's a large silver brooch pinned to her dress pocket and a long purple feather. Does the feather look like the feather that was on her wand? Mm. Very much so. Oh. Crafty. Arias <laughs> turns slowly <laughs> and looks at our artificer friend like oh. he um lashes out actually with the the electroconverger at the the portrait of his mother and grits his teeth and just kind of gives a, a grunt and just shocks the you all watch as Artemis holds a hand out and and he just shoves it straight in the direction of Agnes's portrait and you you see it as it just ripples out through the air and like some of the paper on the desk singed and burned and the the dust is flung upwards and when it strikes the portrait you see that the picture actually becomes pained like the the picture actually reacts in pain and then all 14 portraits in the room begin to rattle and vibrate and lift off the walls. And when they do, they rush towards the four of you. And you see that magic energy is whipping up around them. As you are surrounded on all sides by 14 magical portraits, your eyes are, are drawn upwards. This room is, it's 15 by 15, but when you look up, it's almost like a tower. And floating at the very top of it, you just see a half a book. Just sort of aloft in the air. And a voice rings out through the tower. Naughty, naughty. Mm and we'll leave the episode there. The Heatherbirds might have been dealt with, but it's not over for Roz and pals just yet. The thesis is missing, torn in twain. The gang have to track it down. And what's this about haunted slash sentient portraits? To find out what happens, you're going to have to tune in in two weeks' time. Special thank you to Emma, Ben... Josh and Bonnie for their time as our special guests on the Ros Grey Purse After School Special. I'm Jacqueline and I'm your Dungeon Master. 
We are D8 Dungeon, a group of Irish tabletop role-playing game enthusiasts. To find out more about who we are, what we do, and the other shows, check us out on social media at D8 Dungeon. We're back in two weeks' time. We'll see you then. Somebody, anybody, I just want to read some softcore and slightly aroused hate centaur-based media.